gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Show. We're doing the show on a different day this week because this is a holiday weekend, and I'm going to be spending Thanksgiving with my family, and there's probably going to be more than eight people there. I hope that you're also having a uh, celebration with your family. As we are Americans, we're free to do so. The Constitution is still the rule of the land. It's still the law of the land. And uh, we need to push back against uh, these tyrannical governors and uh, city leaders that are trying to uh, you know, enforce and put in these really unconstitutional ordinances. So I hope you enjoy this time with your friends and family. Uh, but before we get started, please share this video. Wherever you're watching it, please share it on whatever platform that you're watching it on. Help us get the message out there. We need to get this out to as many people as possible. When you share it, it, it pushes back against the big tech companies that would love to stifle us. There was just an article that came out and it said during the 2020 election that these big tech tech companies were literally suppressing uh, conservative and right-leaning uh, publications, including rmntnews.com. So we can only do this when you share the articles and more and more people do that to get around the algorithms and the tech censorship. And that's what a lot of people are doing now. You know, people used to wait to see uh, my posts on Facebook in their feed. Now they're literally going to the page because they know they're not going to see them otherwise. So go to the page, go to YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, press that little subscribe button. If you're on Facebook, follow the page. If you're looking at my personal page, put it on your favorites. This is the way that we can get around the censorship. And I also showed you recently uh, how you can add the RMNT News app. And I'm going to show you that again right now. All right, guys, I'm making another video here because this is the world that we're in right now. So unfortunately, I have to make these little how-to videos so that we can get this information to you. So as you can see, here is my iPhone and it's on rmntnews.com www.rmntnews.com now what i want to show you here is how to make this into an app on your iphone so you go here and then you go like this add to home screen add to home screen so let me show you again what i just did i pulled up i was like this i was on the site and then i go down here and i go add to home screen and it says remnant news i put add Boom, there's Remnant News right on my front page here. So make sure you add the RMNT News app. And these are, again, ways that we can get around the censorship, get the truth out, because we are the remnant, and we're out there speaking the truth for those that have ears to hear and eyes to see. So I'm going to go ahead and get into a couple of topics. Now, today is 1125, and as you guys know, uh, it's a big day because Sidney Powell has promised that her lawsuit in Georgia is going to drop today. And we have some preliminary information about that webs uh, about that lawsuit uh, and apparently it's got some pretty big bombs in there um, you know there's been a lot of evidence of fraud there's been a lot of conspiracy there and when I say conspiracy I'm not talking about a conspiracy theory I'm talking about people that are conspiring uh, with some of these voting companies like Dominion and uh, Smartmatic and others and they basically got a cut um, for having these systems in this state and in other states as well. But they're going to roll it out in Georgia first. Georgia is a key state. And it's very important that we understand what happened there because this was a very corrupt situation where many people were involved. There was money involved. You know, on the ground, there was people that were, uh, you know, 
they knew what they were doing in, in putting through ballots multiple times. They were using ballots that were not ballots that should have been uh, counted. These are illegal votes uh, or people that weren't even uh, meant to vote in Georgia at all or not even people, uh, dead people, people that aren't even alive anymore. And then there was, uh, you know, very little oversight as well because of all the COVID restrictions. So there's a lot of irregularities in Georgia. And when they did the recount, it wasn't really a recount because there was no change from the original uh, voting tallies. They just recounted those fraudulent votes. So now... Cindy Powell has information and Lynn Wood, and they're bringing this two-pronged approach. And we'll get into that in a minute here, the two-pronged legal approach. Uh, but this is one of the prongs, a very important one, where there could be criminal uh, you know, charges brought. Now, does that mean that she's a prosecutor, Sydney Powell? No, she's not. She's actually a former prosecutor, but she knows the law very well, and she knows when there's criminality that's taking place. And so she's coming forth. Now, the mainstream media have said, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. And I've been doing a really, um, you know, I've been trying hard to put out all, you know, a lot of evidence on my social media just so that you can see there's a ton of evidence. And I am, I've only scratched the surface. In fact, uh, Lynn Wood and Sydney Powell are saying that there's so much evidence that's come in. that's like a fire hose that there's so much that they, they almost can't even accommodate it all because they have so much incoming, but they're doing their best with the, with the system that they have in place and their team uh, to, to tabulate it all. And they have many affidavits. And by the way, affidavits are, uh, you know, admissible and court as evidence. And so these are people that have signed an affidavit with their testimony, uh, which by the way, if they lied, it would be perjury. So they're, they're literally putting themselves at risk of perjury. So we know most people, if they have any brain, they're not going to do that. So if they're writing and a signed affidavit, it's probably because it's the truth. So this is uh, evidence that's admissible in court. So we got to watch Georgia today and the next few days, because as this uh, lawsuit there develops, I think we're going to see some pretty big bombshells that are going to come out, um, you know, not just about Dominion and some of these electronic devices that were used for the tabulation of the votes, but also people that were involved, uh, maybe taking bribes or, uh, you know, money uh, kind of going into different accounts that shouldn't have gone into different accounts, if you know what I mean. So lots of interesting stuff. Watch Georgia. Most of all those saints pray for Georgia. Pray that the truth comes out. This is, you know, at the end of the day, this is what we want. We just want the truth. The Bible says the truth sets the captive free. We know that there has been fraud that's taken place. We know that there's been nefarious actions that have taken place in this election cycle. Uh, not only do we know it by proof and evidence, but we also feel something in our spirit. I think most Christians can agree. In fact, uh, President Trump tweeted out that I think it was like 76 or 79% of, of, of Republican voters or conservatives feel that there was major fraud that took place. And I believe that number could even be higher than that. I believe most people understand that there was a major fraud that took place. Joe Biden had his rallies and what, seven, eight people showed up in the little circles. President Trump had his rallies and there was hundreds of thousands of people that came all across the country. He could be in the middle of nowhere and thousands and thousands of people would show up and they couldn't even fit them all in, in the rallies. There was always an overflow. So we, you know, if we look at our eyes, our eyes don't deceive us here. We know that the boat parades and the car parades, President Trump had tremendous momentum. 
And then all of a sudden, uh, the election was stolen at three in the morning, where there was uh, amazing doc, you know, dumps of ballots, um, you know, hundreds of thousands, and they all happened to vote for Joe Biden. What a coincidence, right? So we know that something's happened here, and we now have to prove this in the court system. And there is a process. And I know that people have been you know, asking the Trump team and asking Sidney Powell and asking Lynn Wood, you know, produce the evidence, produce the evidence. But the thing is, if they were to produce all the evidence just outright before they got to the courts, unfortunately, that would uh, allow the other side to develop a uh, alternative view or, a, you know, a false narrative. And then they could even sue back and, and cause all kinds of problems in the courts. So it's better to not show your cards until you're in the courtroom and you actually present the evidence. And it's so uh, irrefutable because of the, the amount of it and all the different affidavits and all the different things that they're going to be presenting that it would be hard for a lawyer, you know, for, for a lawyer on the other side or for the judge to say that there's no evidence when clearly there is a plethora, uh, overwhelming amount. So don't worry. I know there's a lot of people that are worried. They say, well, show it already. Show it already. Again, you can't show your cards until you're, you know, why would you do that? If you're playing poker, are you just going to put your cards down and show everybody your hand? It's not the right thing to do. You've got to allow this to play, you know, play itself out. And there is a, a way in the court system. This isn't the t television show Law and Order. This is an actual real life situation, which, by the way, we're fighting for the very future of our country. We're fighting for our republic. So it's so crucial and critical that we get this right because God forbid we don't and the other side were to take uh, power in January, we would see a communist socialist government that would be willing to hand the reins over to China. And that is extremely disturbing. It would be disturbing uh, from so many different standpoints, including a religious liberty standpoint where churches were already seeing what Joe Biden is wanting to do uh, with the issue of religious liberty and freedom. I mean, he's going after Christian schools and he's saying they can't, they can't teach, uh, teach a biblical worldview. How crazy is that? So for all the Christians that voted for Joe Biden, are you taking note? He's going after Christian schools now, one of his first orders of business and saying that they have to teach science, which is evolution, which goes against uh, intelligent design. So these are very scary things. And this is what's happening right now. So don't show all your cards. We have to trust God, ladies and gentlemen. We have to trust God. This is a period in time where we're really going to have to rely on our faith. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. With faith of a mustard seed, we can move a mountain. Think about that. With the faith of a mustard seed, we can move a mountain. Well, we have a mountain in front of us, that's for sure. Uh, many people are fearful. They understand. Some of the people that understand the repercussions of a Joe Biden presidency, you know, put, putting us into the, all the globalist um, entities again, the World Bank, the World Health Organization, uh, the UN, all the different, uh, you know, Paris Climate Accord, uh, the TPP. I mean, all the different things that we got out of. And now, uh, you know, the Iran deal, I can go on and on. But the most scary of them all is the Great Reset, which uh, the World Economic Forum is talking about openly. You had Pope uh, Francis talking about it the other day. You had Justin Trudeau talk about it. We played that clip for you. Let's play that one more time. Canada believes that a strong, coordinated response across the world and across sectors is essential. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. So you can see, you know, Justin Trudeau, uh, here, here, let's watch Prince Charles talk about the Great Reset. 
And as we move from rescue to recovery, therefore we have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. So we must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. Everything I have tried to do and urge over the past 50 years has been done with our children and grandchildren in mind. So I can only encourage us all to think big and act now. So again, there's another world leader. And I can just go on and on and on because we have so many things that we could be playing. But I think that it's important that we understand, uh, you know, that these people mean business, that they want to transition us into this great reset. And uh, we need to be careful. We need to understand this is what they're trying to do. This is a globalist agenda. And so that's why we're, we're praying on these global prayer calls. Uh, Jim Garlow, Dr. Jim Garlow is having these prayer calls, you know, join them. I've been putting them on my Facebook where, where people all around the world are joining in and praying and asking the Lord for mercy and uh, asking the Lord for an extension of the reprieve. And we need the remnant church here in the United States and around the world to be praying right now, because if we go into this great reset, there's going to be many, many implications that happen as a result. We're going to see uh, many scary things. Listen to this from George Soros. I don't know if you've heard this. Clearly, I consider the Trump administration a danger to the world, but I regard it as a purely temporary phenomenon that will disappear in 2020 or even sooner. I give President Trump credit for motivating his core supporters brilliantly, but for every core supporter, he has, treated a, a, he has created a greater number of core opponents who are equally strongly motivated. That's why I expect a democratic landslide. So there again, you got George Soros talking about this at Davos. You have just these people are scary and they have an agenda. And a lot of people don't understand just how dark this agenda is. You know, I know I played the Justin Trudeau clip last week, but I wanted to play it again because I know there's some new listeners that come on. But these are the things that we have to understand. These people are openly outright talking about their plans for a great reset. And a lot of people don't understand the implications. I've kind of got into them a little bit in previous broadcasts, but, you know, they're going to want it where you're not going to own anything. Um, I want to play this clip too. I know I'm playing a lot of clips, but this is important. Uh, my friend Charlie Champ put this up and watch what, uh, you know, uh, it says. This is right from the World Economic Forum. Check this out.
So they want this, this whole, you know, it's sustainable development and they're, they're talking in key words like build back better. Build back better is a key word for the Great Reset. So, you know, that's if they say build back better, that's what they're talking about. And Joe Biden has already said build back better. So he's all, he's involved. He's one of the cronies in this whole thing. The minute he gets in there, he's going to hand over the keys to communist China. He's going to hand over the keys to our biggest adversary in the world. And the United States will become one of many. If you saw in that clip from the World Economic Forum, they're already predicting the demise of the United States that we're not going to be the global superpower anymore. We're just going to be one of many, kind of like what happened with Great Britain after they lost the global reserve currency. And that's the plan. They want us to lose the global reserve currency. They want to see a period of calamity here in the United States. And who would you want to be in power during that time? Would you want a patriot who loves our country like Donald Trump? Or would you want somebody who literally is willing to sell out our country through bribes and money laundering and, and giving up our secrets like Joe Biden, who is in business with his son to make millions of dollars and he doesn't care about our country. He, he's willing to give the keys over to China. So very, very scary stuff. So let's go back to Sidney Powell, because I know that was a big story this week and people were concerned about the Trump team. They thought that, that you, know, she, you know, she was thrown under the bus. So she wasn't thrown under the bus, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I admit there's probably some egos involved. I mean, we know Rudy Giuliani is a tough guy and you know she's an A-type as well. So you got a bunch of A-types working together. But I think more so what happened was this, and, and this is what I'm hearing from my sources, is, is that the Trump team is wanting to initiate a two-pronged approach legally, a two-pronged approach legal strategy. And so what that means is, is that uh, Rudy Giuliani and Jen, Jenna Ellis and the other people working on the Trump team, they're going to go after the voting irregularities. They're going to go after these illegal ballots. They're going to go after the illegal mail-in ballots. They're going to go after the fact that um, you know there's inconsistencies in the polling places, which is exactly what happened during the uh, Bush v. Gore, by the way. So it's a really good case. And there's actually case precedent when it comes to that from uh, Bush v. Gore. But, but that was in one state. This has happened in a lot of states. So it's a very complicated case. So it's good that they're focusing on those things. They're focusing on the fact that poll watchers weren't allowed to watch, uh, which is something that is, you know, always a precedent that we're, you know, in the past, poll watchers have always been able to watch. But because of COVID, uh, you know, they made people stand 15 feet back, or whatever, and you can't see a darn thing 15 feet back. So, you know, less ballots. In fact, no ballots were rejected, really, in most of these places. Um, and so a lot of these illegal ballots were counted. Uh, these were votes that were tabulated over and over again. Some machines, uh, they used, you know, the same vote over and over again. They got counted each and every time. And so the voting counting is way off. Um, another thing that uh, we're finding out now, one of the glitches, and I'll get to get into this on the um, Sidney Powell side of it, uh, but some of these uh, Democrat candidates got a head start of 35,000 votes. What, what, they, they you know, just came in before any votes were counted and had plus 35,000. So that's like somebody running a marathon, but being like a couple of miles ahead. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? And you got to play catch up. That's what happened. So I think it was a landslide for President Trump. I think, um, you know, there's so many different things that are coming out that were just mind, mind boggling. So that's the Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis side. Now, let me talk about Sidney Powell and um, Lynn Wood. And Lynn Wood is a, a believer. He's a man of God, man of integrity out of Texas. You got uh, you know, uh, Jenna Ellis, another woman of God. So I trust what they're saying. I believe they're not liars. I don't think they're liars, ladies and gentlemen. I think they're truth tellers. I think they love the Lord. I think they're fighting for our republic. They're fighting, as they say, for we the people. We need to help support them and their fund. 
because they're doing this independently and it's pretty amazing what they're doing, but they're doing it because they love our country and they're doing it because, um, you know, if they don't do it, we're going to have a communist takeover of our country and things are going to get really bad really quick here. And so we know that everything is at stake. So Jenna, you know, uh, not Jenna Ellis, but um, Sidney Powell has to prove uh, all these things, but she has a lot of evidence and with the prayers of the righteous and with us praying and interceding and fasting on her behalf, I believe she's going to have an anointing and have the favor of God on her. But her, her approach, what she's doing uh, with Lynn Wood is they're going after the criminality side of it. They're going after people that took bribes, like I said earlier, government officials, people like, uh, you know, Kemp and others that are in high positions of power, the attorney general over there and, uh, you know, maybe the secretary of state in, uh, in Alabama, you know, or not Alabama, Georgia. Um, so, you know, there, there's some criminal things that have happened over in Georgia and she's going to go after those. She's going to go after Dominion. She's going to go after the, uh, the whole system of rigging that they use, this Venezuela system, uh, which literally was used to get Hugo Chavez elected as, as you know, president of Venezuela. I mean, come on, we're using the same system. It was also uh, a proxy of China. China was involved. We, we mentioned China was involved. So this means there was foreign interference. There was foreign interference from China. There was foreign interference from Serbia, because that's where some of the programmers were. There was foreign interference from Germany. That's where some of the servers were. And our votes were being um, you know, literally on servers in Germany, out of our country. Come on, how does that safe, right? Uh, in the in these farms, and we mentioned this farm that we believe was a CIA farm that was used to uh, infiltrate votes and, and flip votes over there in Germany that was raided, and kind of interesting. But you know, the CIA is not working on behalf of the United States; they're working on behalf of the globalists. They've gone rogue, and unfortunately, uh, they are against the United States. So the president, you know, has the patriots in the military. He's got you know uh, guys like uh, Lynn Wood and. And people like Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani and us, the people. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of corruption in the FBI and the CIA. There may be some corruption in the Department of Defense. Uh, so it's a, it's a swampy place, and he's up against all that stuff. So, you know, we need to win against these organizations that have been infiltrated by Obama holdovers and people that were treasonous to our country. And uh, so that's what's going on. So when those servers were seized, we believe they have evidence. They're going to be able to reverse engineer that and look at the coding and see what actually took place here. But that's where I think some numbers are coming in, like 35,000 plus for each Democrat. So we could see a massive red wave when this is all proved. But we need to pray for Sidney Powell. We need to pray for Lynn Wood again, because they have a monumental task. I mean, it's David versus Goliath. And if they don't win, that there goes our republic. So it's that... Uh, concerning and it's that real right now ladies and gentlemen so we need to understand that so that's the two-pronged approach you got uh, Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis and their team on this side you got Sidney Powell and uh, Lynn Wood on this side and their team and it's better that they're separate because they they both need to focus on this two-pronged approach and hopefully both of them will be successful but if one isn't successful then you have the uh, you know the very good chance that the other one could I heard a probability expert that said that President Trump has a one in three chance of being president I personally think it's higher than that, but I'll take one in three. It's still a good chance, but I believe he needs to be president because if he's not reelected and, and you know, put in the second term, uh, we're going to have a treasonous traitor in, in the White House. And I think that's super important. So that's where um, 
you know, we go into this. This is the fight of our life, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't just another election. This isn't, you know, something that we're going to be able to recover and say, okay, we'll come back in 2022. We'll take the House and we'll take the Senate and, you know, and then, and then 2024, we'll take the presidency. That's not going to happen. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity where somebody outside of the system was able to get in and we need to restore the republic and we need to uh, root out the corruption, what President Trump refers to as the swamp. The swamp runs deep. A lot of these media companies, are complicit in this whole uh, agenda, this nefarious agenda. Uh, they're just as guilty. Google just as guilty. Facebook just as guilty of, of really colluding for the Democrats in the deep state and, and pushing for them to win. They've, uh, and even with all the collusion from the mainstream media and their propaganda, the fake polls, you know, the, the social media companies, Hollywood celebrities, you know, foreign uh, actors like China and Venezuela and others, um, you know, all these different things, President Trump still won the landslide. And that's because the people understood what was going on and they wanted to save the Republic. And even with all that, they've tried to steal our election and people understand it. I think they're understanding it more and more. You're going to understand it more and more as the evidence is presented. And I think it's going to come to such a realization that people are going to see and say, oh my gosh, this really did happen. How scary is this? And so, uh, you know, that's going to come out in the next couple of days. But don't listen to somebody that says we don't have evidence. I can show you a ton of evidence personally. I think you've probably seen some evidence, but the mainstream media is out there. They're panicking. They're trying to make this out to be a conspiracy. These are the same people that with no evidence tried to say Russia hacked the election and for years, you know, four years had conspiracy theories with zero evidence. But we have evidence and they're trying to call what we're doing conspiratorial when we have the evidence. So see the difference? We have the evidence and, uh, you know, they're only giving us, what, like a couple weeks here. They're telling us we need to surrender and we need to just peacefully transfer. Well, that's like an abusive relationship. Just, you know, just forgive me now, even though I just beat you. No, sorry, that's not the way this works. Um, so unfortunately, uh, it's a very, very scary situation, but we need to keep pressing ahead. We have to hold the line. The swamp runs deep. We, we didn't realize probably how deep it ran. We didn't realize that it was in so many different aspects of our society. Look at the educational institutions. Look at the teachers that are out there teaching our young people to be communists, to hate our country. Uh, you know, it's really unbelievable. That's why it's super important that as Christians, we're teaching our kids the truth. We're telling them the truth. And, you know, homeschooling is a good thing. You know, Joe Biden would like to make homeschooling illegal because that's the kind of guy he is. He wants total government control. And it's not just Joe Biden. He's just a puppet. I mean, if he were to be, you know, ousted by Kamala Harris, she's even worse. The Democrat Party is totally rogue. They're totally uh, far as left as you could possibly believe. These are communists that want to take over our country. Um, so I've gone through many different things here. Um, you know, stop listening to the mainstream media. Stop listening. You know, Fox News is, we, we've now seen that it's fake. Uh, they're also part of the same swamp. It's sad. I know it's upsetting. I know many of you liked Tucker and Laura Ingram, but these people are not, you know, Tucker has a few moments of light here and there, but I, I don't trust his reporting personally. I don't dislike him as a person, but I think he had a price. And uh, because of that, how can I really trust the man at this point uh, when he's not really reporting? The biggest story probably in our lifetime in American history that, that a party went rogue and got taken over by foreign adversaries like China and others and became communist and is literally trying to overthrow our republic uh, with a coup by uh, fake ballots and fake election results. And they're very close to being able to do that. So we have to push back. And that brings to my final point. If you were a patriot, President Trump is a patriot, and you were in the Oval Office, and you knew that a foreign actor and a hostile foreign actor, a communist foreign actor, was about to take over your country, would you just allow that to happen? 
Would you just allow that to happen or would you do everything in your power to stop it? Do you think that the people in the United States military that are patriots, I'm talking about the White Hats, do you think that they're going to allow a foreign actor and a puppet of a foreign actor to go in and be sworn in on January 20th? You think they're going to allow that? I don't. And that's why I think we have hope because I think they know what happened here. I think they have the evidence and the proof. I think it's going to be up to the people to stand with the patriots. We need to be patriots right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is a crucial hour for our country. We can't put our heads down. We can't listen to the mainstream media and just say, oh, we're defeated and, you know, stay in bed and, and be depressed about it. We need to be out there standing. This is our 1776 moment. Uh, I said that on the, uh, on, the, uh, on the stairs of the Nashville um, mayor's, uh, you know, the Capitol. So why don't you see what I said there? What do you do when the churches open or reopen and they get lawsuits thrown out? They get fines. I have friends that have over $100,000 in fines in California for keeping their church open. And I said, if God be the glory, I'm glad they kept on, but God will pay every bill. But, but what do you do in a situation like this? Todd, I want you to come up here just for a moment. And uh, we're actually a part of his organization our church is under the umbrella of their legal organization and i want him to explain some of the some of the legal things some of the rights and freedoms that we have that they tell us that we don't have welcome todd coconana thank you pastor greg i'm going to say something right now this is our 1776 moment we have a great and unique opportunity to take a very pivotal stand for the United States of America, for freedom, for the Constitution, for the First, and how about the Second Amendment too, right? I know there's a lot of pastors out there, as Pastor Greg said, that are concerned, but we have legal representation that's willing to stand with you. You do not need to be concerned. We're fighting this on all fronts. Open up the church. If we all do it, they're not going to be able to stop us. How can you have a church called Hope Chapel when the pastor's closed and doesn't have hope? How are you going to have credibility when you finally do open and you tell them you believe that the Lord's able to do something when you've been closed the whole time? You're going to lose all credibility. We believe that we're not to forsake the assembling together of the brothers. The Bible is clear and says lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. So listen, if you feel any concerns from a legal standpoint, get in touch with us. Religious Liberty Coalition, www.rlcus.org. We will stand with you, we will fight with you, and we will win this battle because, again, this is our 1776 moment. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. We're standing. This is it. I mean, we're either standing or we're not. So let's stand. Let's pray. Let's hold the line. I think Trump knew all this was going to happen. I think he prepared. I think he's got some moves that maybe we don't know just yet. I think he's not showing all his cards. The biggest thing we can be doing, praying, fasting, not giving up, encouraging others not to give up, holding the line, continuing to have faith, continuing to be positive and know that the God of heaven and earth sits on the throne. He's in control of the situation, but he, he wants the church to, to intercede. He wants us to be the church, to be the head, not the tail. He wants us to walk in faith. He wants us to be strong in our faith because without faith, it's impossible to please him. So we got to have faith. We got to stand strong. You know, if people are Debbie Downers around you, or they're trying to be negative, you know, don't listen to that. Don't let it hook in. 
understand the God that we serve, understand the response to the prayers of the righteous. If my people who are called by my name, right, you know, humble themselves, you know, and, and seek my face, you know, and turn from their wicked ways. What, what, what do you say? I'll hear them from heaven and, and I'll heal their land. I'll hear them from heaven. That's what we're believing is that God is hearing us from heaven right now as we are repenting, as we are turning from our wickedness. We can never go back to business as usual again. This is a new season here in America. I believe we're ready for revival. We're ripe for revival. As God does a miracle and people look at our God and say, oh my gosh, we never thought Trump could get in there again. They must serve a very powerful God. Well, that's right. People are going to marvel at the God that we serve. And I believe it's going to open the, the floodgates for revival in this country. Never go back to business as usual. This is a new season for the church, for the remnant body of Christ to rise up. Open up your churches. Be out there worshiping. Lay hands on the sick. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. and He will direct your path. Thank you for tuning in. If we don't talk, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And we will be putting updates, of course, all the time as things progress in Georgia and other places around the country. And by the way, before I go, I just want to mention one more thing. They're going to be having these legislative hearings. And these are big deal. Um, you know, so pray for the people that are presenting the evidence in these key states, these key swing states, where they're going to have these legislative hearings. Because that's another huge breakthrough. Um, and I, I, I neglected to mention it during the broadcast today. So it's very, very important that these legislative hearings take place. They present the evidence. Pray for each and every one of them. I posted on rmntnews.com uh, when they're going to take place. Go to their website. Join the newsletter. Uh, and let's continue to pray, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. And make sure you share the video. And we'll be back soon. Thank you. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato, and I also uh, run an organization called Remnant News, and it is a ministry. What we're doing is we're putting information out there that you can't find on the mainstream media. We're like a David versus Goliath. We're putting this information out for those with ears to hear and eyes to see. We call you the remnant, people that are willing to, to stand for the full Bible in this hour. But we need your help, ladies and gentlemen. We can't do this without you. Um, like I said, we're David versus Goliath. And uh, these big media corporations, they have so much money, so much resources, guys like George Soros and others that pour in money. And we don't have that. Uh, we're just a grassroots ministry that's uh, doing our best to uh, accommodate the needs of the body of Christ in this hour. But if you're able, please sign up on our website, toddcoconato.com, toddcoconato.com slash give. And you know, if you can give a monthly amount, that would be huge. $5, $10, $20, $100. You know, obviously, if you're able to give a higher amount, that helps us a lot. But we understand that it's a tough time right now. We just need your help. So if more of you step up and are able to give, we can continue to do this and grow in the midst of this very trying time so that we can get uh, the truth out there to the remnant body of Christ in this hour. And listen, guys, I'm just trying to follow my calling. It's scary at times. I'm going to be honest with you. We look at the bills. We don't know how we're going to do it. Uh, only by God's grace and only with amazing people like you can we do this. So thank you. Uh, you know, do what you can to help. If you're able, that would be a huge blessing. And we're going to continue to do what we do in fighting in this major battle that we're in right now as a nation and world. Thank you and God bless you.